Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is Fantasy Tuesday. In this podcast, my first time doing this, well, my first time doing it like this, I will be doing 10 waiver wire pickups, three buy low trade candidates, and a stream for every position. Now, what a stream is, is if you have a player on bye week, for example, how Darren Waller is on bye week this week, I will give you a tight end suggestion to pick up in place of Darren Waller. So that is what a stream is. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into the 10 waiver wire pickups. Now, the criteria for being in this waiver list is you need to be available in 60% or less of leagues. And I do play PPR, so these are PPR numbers. So, so if you play normal, you, you may get confused by the numbers. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The first one I have on my list is Brandon Cooks. Currently owned in 60% of leagues, Cooks played great on Sunday, putting up a season high of 30.1 points with Watson throwing the ball more. That means more targets for Cooks as, well, in my opinion, I think he's better than Will Fuller, so he's their best wide receiver, and means more points for Cooks. Now, obviously, he won't put up 30 points a game, but he's a potential flex option or a wide receiver too if you're in a 12-man league or if you're in like an 8-man league. He's a good bench piece. So, Brandon Cooks, if he's on waiver wires, if you're in need of a receiver, he is my first option. Number two, Chase Claypool. The rookie for Pittsburgh just dropped 42 points. Now, obviously, he he won't do that again. That just simply won't happen. But with Deontay Johnson injured again and Big Ben trusting him more, he is a great deep threat. And he is a good addition to a team's bench or a potential flex. I've seen his target numbers go up. I'm a Steelers fan myself. I watched the game. We have been targeting Chase Claypool more and more. He has always been a deep threat. Pittsburgh has known that from the Giants game. And, I mean, as the season goes on, it's only going to be more trust between Big Ben and Claypool. He, he will be a fantastic pickup if you're in need of that thing. The third wide receiver I have, the third and final wide receiver that I have, is T. Higgins, wide receiver for the Bengals. Rookie, he is the second rookie. T. Higgins is getting steady production now. With with the last three weeks, he's averaged 14.7 points from, from eight targets a game. He is a good addition to a wide receiver core. I get that the Bengals have a slew of weapons, but T. Higgins is emerging himself as one of Joe Burrow's favorites. So, pretty good pickup. Moving on to the one tight end that I have on the list, and that is Austin Hooper, tight end for the Browns. Coming off of a great season last last year, he, he got a big boy contract in Cleveland, and then he didn't really get the ball to start off. But now with the Browns offense getting better and, and gelling more, Austin Hooper has been a big part of that. He has had 17 targets over the last two games. He is getting more involved with the offense and getting substantial points in the process. He got 14 points in week four and 10 points in week five. He is a good tight end pickup. Moving on to the two running backs that I have on my list. 
Moving on to the running backs on my list. The first one I have is Damian Harris, running back from New England. He has only played one game against Kansas City, but in that game, he put up six yards per carry off off of 17 attempts. I like his odds of getting more carries moving forward. Six yards per carry is no joke, especially versus a Kansas City team that, you know, has a good rush defense. So, so I mean, Damian Harris moving forward, I know that the Patriots do use a slew of running backs, but as Sony Michelle is out, that will give Damian Harris more touches. Moving on to my second and final running back, that is Tony Pollard, backup running back for the Cowboys. With Dak going down, they're going to run the ball more, which adds value to both Zeke and Pollard. Zeke is a Zeke is Zeke is going to get so much more production now. Pollard currently only gets four four touches per week, but I think that will go up knowing knowing that they're going to have to go more run first with Andy Dalton in at quarterback and obviously Zeke is going to get tired, so Pollard may be getting some garbage time touchdowns. Who knows? If if you're in a deep league, like a 12-man league, then he's a good bench piece. Moving on to the two quarterbacks that I have. The first one is Gardner Minshew. He is a very consistent fantasy quarterback. He is getting 20 points every week except for the one dud week versus versus Miami. If you need a backup, Gardner Minshew is your guy. 20 points consistently? That's pretty fucking good. Moving on to the next quarterback, that is Justin Herbert, rookie out of Los Angeles. Justin Herbert played fantastic last night versus the Saints. I was very happy to see him do that. I was mad to see them lose because I predicted the Chargers would win, but let me, let me actually talk about fantasy now. Herbert in the last two games has thrown for seven touchdowns and one interception. In that time, he has also had 23 and 27 points. He is a good backup or potential stream option. Having a rookie in as your fantasy starting quarterback sketches me out a lot, but this kid's good. He is a good potential stream option or I mean he's I mean he's a starter putting up 23 and 27, throwing one pick during the last two games, 7 TDs. This kid's good. He he should definitely be picked up if you need a quarterback. Moving on to the defenses, this this will cap off the waiver wire pickups. The first defense I have is the Chargers defense. They've never gone into negative points, and they have the talent to get turnovers consistently and sacks consistently. I like this Chargers defense, and I think moving forward, they're a good, they're a pretty good fantasy defense. To the tenth and final waiver wire pickup, that's that is the Packers defense. They're only picked up in six percent of leagues, which fascinated me because they're sixth in sacks per games and their season low is two points there are a lot of defenses that have gone into negatives or zeros or ones the 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 Packers defense season low is two points and they have talent across the board there that is a damn good defense the Packers defense is a good very underrated sleeper defense to pick up Moving on to the three buy low trade candidates. Now, here I have one tight end, one wide receiver, and one running back to talk about. So, let's let's get into it. 
The first name I would like to talk about is the tight end, and that is Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, one of the biggest tight end names. He has a nice little contract with the Eagles. Is is currently shitting the bed in fantasy, but I don't think you should be concerned. He is third in tight end targets, but he only has 20 catches and 8.5 average points to show for it. I think it will be okay. He has had a decently tough schedule too, so I'm not concerned with Zach Ertz. I get he played terrible last week, but he also played Pittsburgh. And having Carson Wentz throw throw the ball to you, you're going to have on and off weeks. That's, That's just the baggage of having Carson Wentz. So Zach Ertz, I would not sell on him. I would not trade him. Unless you're trading up for a better tight end like a Waller or a Kelsey, I would not get rid of Zach Ertz. So, yeah. Moving on to my re- moving on to my wide receiver and that is Deontay Johnson. After another injuries, it may be very annoying to other managers to have Johnson in the lineup. But when he plays, he gets the ball thrown to him. In week one, he had 10 targets, and in week two, he had 13 targets. I get he had a concussion. I get he has a little small back injury now, and Chase Claypool is getting more targets. But Deontay Johnson is is Pittsburgh's best slot guy when he plays, and Big Ben always looks for him underneath, and he's a very good deep threat. He is, he is the fast deep threat as opposed to Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool's just big ass deep threat. Like he's just a big dude. So uh, Deontay Johnson, I would not be concerned with him if you have a good wide receiver core that Deontay Johnson is a part of. I would not sell on him. I would just keep him on the bench for a bit. But if you do need a wide receiver now, I could see selling him. And I mean, just buying low on him, you can get this guy for cheap right now. You could get Deontay Johnson for a good price because of injuries and because, well, the last three weeks, he's probably put up a total of like two points, but injuries. So I would get Deontay Johnson for cheap. I think down the stretch when he gets healthy, he is a dangerous player. Moving on to my third and final player, this is the running back, and that is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, rookie running back for the Chiefs. He still has yet to have a bad week. I don't consider 10 points to be a bad week. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a valuable player with that Chiefs offense, and you can get him for cheap. And if you can get him for cheap right now, do it. I don't think his touches decreasing last week is a big issue. I just think that Reed and Mahomes knew that they had to throw the ball to win that game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a big target for the Chiefs. I think when he gets going, he gets going, and I would not be concerned with him. And if you can get him for cheap, get that man for cheap. Moving on to the last thing I'd like to talk about, and those are a stream player for every position. I did not know that a stream was a thing until like two weeks ago, so I'm still a bit shaky on it. But I think I have it down. Let's get into it with the quarterback. And that quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Atlanta's defense is fucking trash, and they're playing Atlanta. He may not throw the ball often, but we did see we did see him throw the ball 37 times against Seattle last week. Seattle does have a bad pass defense, but Atlanta's is worse. And with and with Dalvin Cook m- missing next week, or he could miss next week, 
that means more passing against a garbage defense. So if you if you're in desperate need of a quarterback and Justin Herbert, Gardner Minshew are both gone, then Kirk Cousins is your guy. Moving to running backs, another Vikings player, that is Alexander Madison. With Dalvin Cook being injured and 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 Alexander Madison putting up 5.6 yards per carry and 16 points last week, I think he's a good pickup, especially against Atlanta's defense. Even if Dalvin Cook plays, Alexander Madison may be a fine flex option, considering I don't think you run the ball with Dalvin Cook 20, 25 times next week, knowing he's still a bit banged up. So Madison would be a good pickup for a week. Cook's injury should go into next week, but I mean, beyond that, Dalvin Cook should be fine. So this is a good one to two week player, or if, or I mean, if he plays really well next week, he could be a potential trade option. So, so, so I don't think he'll play bad. I think this is a win-win scenario. Moving to the wide receiver, that is LaVisca Chenault Jr., wide receiver for the Jaguars, rookie. He is having more targets every week and getting an average of 15 points per game. And, well, he's playing Detroit this week. And I I was going to add this guy in with the 10 waiver pickups, but, well, I think he's a great stream too. I think he is a great waiver in general, and I think if you need a wide receiver for a week, then he's your guy. Even if he doesn't pop off, he's putting up 15 points per game. This guy's really, really, really consistent. He is becoming Gardner Minshew's favorite target, and he is meshing well with him. Moving on to the tight end. My tight end is Eric Ebron. With 13 targets over the last two weeks, Eric Ebron has seen a lot more playing time than week one, two, and three, and he's seen a lot more targets. He has put up 16 points in week four and seven points in week five, and against Cleveland, I think he should do well. I don't think he'll put up some some absurd amount of points, but if you need a tight end for a week, like I currently do, then he's your guy. He is currently my guy because Darren Walther's on fucking bye week. But I have Eric Ebron, and I'm not really concerned about it. So that is going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. I had fun making this. I think I'm probably going to add more to it next time. I just don't really know what to add to it. I will probably add more trading stuff and all that, but I do want to do more with the Fantasy Podcast. I'm very excited for next week so I can test out new things. Follow me on Twitter at StutteringProds. That is Stuttering, P-R-O-D-S. I'm I'm currently trying to tweet more. I just always forget about it. So I'm so you know I'm trying to get used to it. But yeah, have a good one.